Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that makes sure to read the hot sheets each and every week. This is Hysteria 51. These are the hot sheets. Best investigator reporting on the planet. Go ahead, read the New York Times if you want to. They get lucky sometimes. Thanks, Manny. Then I believe you're looking for tips in the supermarket tabloids. Not looking for. Found. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. My name is John Goforth, and sitting across from me is the man who needs no introduction because, well, frankly, there's already an active APB out for him. His name is Mr. Brent. And uh, a define active. Anyway, yes, thank you, John. <laughs> and uh, love the reference to the hot sheets. That scene in Men in Black made so much sense. It was hilarious. It was a huge nod and uh, just uh, amazing that they threw that in there. Which begs the question, Brent, now that we're, we're talking about uh, uh, fake stories from, from back in the day, quote unquote, what is your favorite fake story from the the good old days of that not being a polarizing term oh man i i mean there's so many of them i, I think uh you can always go with the classic stories of elvis like li- living on the moon eating jelly donuts i seen them i seen them in there you know and things like that those are those are my favorite little like is it true is that did someone really do that or what you know that kind of stuff <laughs> it's true I, I, those were always great i i think i even saw one and I'm just revolving off of a, a 25 or 30 year old memory here, but where where Tupac and JFK perhaps joined him on the moon. Anyway, I I, I don't remember the details, but you mentioning the moon brings to mind another great one, a classic from those days, Bat Boy. Oh, I, I got the. I've got a statue of him, absolute classic. I love how you idiots are talking all of this like it didn't really happen. <laughs> and that makes sense to me that he would be on board with all of this and just take it as face value. He's serious about these being the hot sheets. Stay dumb then. <laughs> You'll see. Every word in WWN is the gospel. You know what? I kind of wish it was sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, I mean, they, they, they are fun, fun stories. But uh, we need more apes with PhDs stories, and things like that. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. 
<laughs> now, speaking of those fun stories, we're specifically talking about the Weekly World News. And the reason we're specifically talking Weekly World News is we have a guest tonight, Brent, and his name is Greg D'Alessandro. Yeah, you're probably thinking, who is Greg D'Alessandro and why does he have anything to do with with Weekly World News? Well, Greg probably has the coolest job on planet Earth. He's the CEO and editor-in-chief of none other than the WWN, if you nasty, uh, a.k.a. the greatest tabloid in existence. And I love that word, tabloid. And it's back, or it's never really left, but it is back in print for the first time in a long time with their Best of Covers edition just came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, I know a certain podcast that has an ad Oh, Oh, man, I... I Wonder who that is. is I don't it? know. Somebody with good taste. Yeah, probably so. So here's what they had to say. The Weekly World News has begun its new era of investigative reporting as they continue to cover stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories about the latest sightings of alien abductions, Bigfoot sightings, conspiracy theories, biblical prophecies, alien invasions, the supernatural, the paranormal, and the cryptid phenomena infiltrating all corners of American life. In 2019, Weekly World News senior editor and its most prolific writer, Greg D'Alessandro, took the reins as the imprint CEO, editor-in-chief, along with his partner, David Collins, serving as president. Together, they are bringing WWN's cast of characters to a new generation, taking WWN beyond print, beyond its presence online, and on social media. One of the quotes about it I loved, I was looking online just for what people said, and here's a quote from the Washington Post talking about the Weekly World News. This is a hell of a quote. Funnier than Saturday Night Live, deeper than Leno or Letterman, smarter than Mad, more outrageous than The Onion, Weekly World News just might be America's best purveyor of social satire and the most creative newspaper in American history. The fact that it's disguised as a sleazy tabloid just makes it that much more delicious. Amen. I love That's that. The, you know, it's funny. I Reading that quote, I... I um. It made me wonder if it came from the Weekly World News. Like, did, <laughs> uh, did they? Did, is that just another not? But no, calling it satire in the quote probably tells you that it's actually somebody else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I love that quote. They, you know, uh, the other thing I was thinking about as you you mentioned how they're going to be expanding their imprint, so it's it's going to be WWN online and and on social media and perhaps podcasts and movies, and we'll, we'll ask Greg about all of that. But WWN is such an awesome name for a network. I would love to see a 24-hour. It has to be 24 hours. Oh, too, my God. <laughs> oh, this just in, news, this news just in on our watch. There's no new developments in the Munchkin Land assassination case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the man on the street, Manny Gator. <laughs> Sorry, Manny Gator seems to be mauling another bystander, so we're going to have to come back once we get that underhand. You know, just like FUD like that. <laughs> oh, God. And, and just all day, every day, just producing shenanigans. Just absolute shenanigans. And the guy behind be? the desk is disheveled with a five o'clock shadow because the, the shit's so proof all the time. smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, he can just never get out of there. His tie's undone. Just like, oh. uh, he's, got a, he's, got a, he's got a glass of bourbon next to him. <laughs> How great would that be? I don't listen. I don't know if you could keep it going for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 365 days a year, but I'd love to see you try. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're going to go with a break real quick. When we come back, we have Greg with us and we're going to talk uh, all things Batboy, the appeal of the weird and what the future is for World Weekly News. That's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. 
Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. <laughs> Nation, we are back, and as promised, we are joined by a very special guest, somebody that uh, is part of an organization that has been near and dear to our hearts, and I also kind of think like near and dear to the ethos of this show a little bit for years and years and years, and that is Mr. Greg D'Alessandro, the CEO, a longtime contributor and editor as well to the not not defunct, but the very much up and coming, coming back weekly world news. Greg, welcome to the show and thank you for coming. Thank you, John. Brent, it's great to uh, be here with you guys. We are excited. I, I can't believe we got the purveyor of the, the proverbial hot sheets on here with us. The hot sheets, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> world news. Still around. So 
that, listen, that's probably a good place to start. Before we get into your background, before we get into uh, what's happening in the future, let's let's kind of come at this from the perspective of the audience. The audience, uh, we we already know that we've got a lot of fans of the Weekly World News, and you know it was you know, growing up in the eighties or in the nineties and you're, you know, in, in line at the grocery store with mom and there's the, the, uh, the, right. the tabloid section as it were. And weekly world news was always in there. And then around t- 2007, it stopped, stopped publishing. So give us a little bit of what happened, where it's been and, and, and then, you know, kind of future plans. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I'll go back to the, to the, where it started. It started in 1979. We're coming up on, 42 years, October 16th, 1979 was the first uh, issue. 79 was a very good year, I got to tell you. Oh, yeah. It was a very good year. <laughs> this year I came on the earth, so, you know, it's, it's a special oh, year. Yeah. Well, that's when we started then. <laughs> we knew you were coming. That's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, it was an offshoot of uh, National Enquirer as part of the American Media Inc. National Enquirer started in 1952, and in 1979, they went to color presses. So they had these black and white presses left over and they said, let's not just chuck them. Let's do something. And then they had this idea. They had been collecting these, you know, bizarre, but true stories, you know, about like a 25 pound turtle or, you know, a 10 foot tall tree man or something, you know, like crazy stories or a big uh, oversized grasshopper. So they had collected them all. They started putting them in there in, into this paper. It took off right away. I think it sold 150,000 the first very first issue. It kind of took off and, and, and it went with the uh, kind of weird but true stories. And then in the 80s, mid-80s, we went into uh, Elvis is Alive. There was a story about Elvis is Alive, which was based on sightings of Elvis that some people saw in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So, you know, kind of just took it out a little bit, and Elvis was alive, and we had a whole bunch of stories about that. Eating jelly donuts. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And by the, by the way, Elvis is still alive. People are so worried. He's still out there. We've, we've had stories of him dying, and he's coming back, but he, believe me, he's still out there. He's very old now. I think he's 86, but uh, he's, he's out there. Well, it's like the uh, we, we, we've we've talked a lot on this show about uh, Hitler, Hitler not actually dying in the bunker. Oh, yeah. And it's like right. what you what you point out to people. It's like, well, even if that's if that's true, they pr- he, he very likely died of old age by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Unless he was injected with something. Some that's sort of true thing. or became a cyborg. I yeah, mean, there exactly. are a lot of possibilities. Like kind of he part robot or something. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then in, uh, let's see, then following along, 1992, we introduced our, our iconic character, Batboy. Which at our our studio proper, we have a, the Batboy uh, statue there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, Batboy. <laughs> so Batboy, that just like uh, caught the, uh, you know, the, the nation got involved in. in Transfixed uh, the nation. In the, the adventures of Batboy over the years was that the moment that you kind of embraced being satire? Like, like when you put out a press release now, you, it says the word satire on it. Um, yeah, yeah. That, what that wasn't true when it started. Like, wh- wh- did that? When did that uh, that tipping point happen? Yeah, I would say that uh, right about there in the nineties, early it started. But it was we didn't really never had it labeled uh, satire until recently. Okay, got but, it. Oh, because we are the world's only reliable news. Everything we're right is 100 percent true. But the thing <laughs> is that now there's all this legal stuff. If you 
you know, if you say something about this and now they're all illegal, you got to be careful. Like we were, we were a news media company, which we still are up until, you know, maybe a couple of years ago. Now we have to, we're a news media company, but we're also. When you start leaking Clinton's plans with the aliens, they get a little litigious on you. I understand. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they start, you know, we start, you know, when we had, we had aliens, you know, uh, one alien, Pilot, our alien, was photographed with every president since Reagan, by the way. And we had, we've had it in the paper, and Clinton held it up, and Bush, Bush one held up the paper. But, you know, Obama, Trump, they've all been with Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> and Pilot's lover was Hillary, of course. <laughs> and then they had a baby together. Well, there, there was a lot of Clinton alien sex and tr- uh, sexual triangles and oh, yeah. whatnot, correct? Yeah. Well, yeah, as a. Yeah. As a little weekly world news uh, nod, I got the chance uh, a year or so ago to to record at Sun Studio in Memphis, and for the lo- for the the cover photo, we took the famous picture of Elvis at the piano with Johnny and them, and I put Pilot in staying there with them just to, so it got oh, along wow, with our that's show. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, Pilot's a great character still out there, you know. And and when they, Hillary had a baby a couple years ago, Chelsea. On her birthday, Chelsea Clinton on her birthday tweeted out something like, and a happy birthday to my sister. And she put the picture of the alien baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's always been like a good, good attitude of sense of uh, playfulness and fun, even though, of course, this is all true. And, you know, we've been proven true on a lot of this alien UFO stuff because we've written a lot about it. And lo and behold, now in the last year, a yeah, lot, a lot yeah, of, a lot of stuff coming out. Has come true, you know. And I, I was just looking at uh, one of our old issues uh, the other day from the '90s, also, and it, there was an article about a a, a, a virus it created in a Chinese lab. For real, this was an article. No way, we got, got released into the world. <laughs> uh, you're going the way of the Simpsons predicting everything. Like, yeah, now, yeah, now sure. we're predicting everything, you know. So I mean Which Bat Boy's been on the Simpsons, so it's like a, it's circular. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, in, in the nineties, Bat Boy was was everywhere and Wicked World News too. We were in a lot of movies, TV shows, um you know, one of the things that you talked about too was when you guys started, you had the the leftover black and white printing presses and right. you wanted to do something with it. I think that really led a lot of the, ooh, what is this to me as a kid? Because it stood out as something different, you know? And so when you were in the line at the grocery store or something like that, that's the one that jumped out because it wasn't color to me and it made it fun, you know? And that's where I always remember seeing it and, and begging my mom let me get this. Let me get this. Yeah, yeah. Was when we're right. checking out at, you know, insert whatever grocery store. And I think that that's the experience that a lot of people, that was their first uh, experience to Weekly World News. Yeah, we get, we get that a lot. I mean, uh, particularly because we're out in, in Hollywood a lot, you know, pitching different things. And everyone that we come across, actors and producers, they have the same story. Like they would, you know, they begged their parents to, to get, uh, weekly world news and they were, they would read it or act it out in front of their friends. And, and uh, you know, they love the, the imagination and the possibilities of what's out there, you know, in this world, but also in outer space, we had a lot of things about planets and asteroids and is the world uh, flat or is it round or what is it? 
Well, we've talked about that plenty on the show. We've <laughs> right. had some flat earthers on at one time who actually believed it. But let's get back. So, Greg, the the publication's been around since 1979. We we all know we all know the publication. We all love the publication. Stopped printing in 2007. That's the the kind of the timeline. Where did you uh, start with the company, and and how has your 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 part evolved? Okay, I, I probably started right around uh, 2000, 1999, 2000. I had started submitting a. a uh, I met somebody who had known somebody at Weekly World News, and I'm, I was in LA as a writer, screenwriter, comedy writer, and I, I had, uh, they said, hey, you know, that's your sensibility. So I submitted some articles, and I started writing. They accepted, and they started publishing a bunch of articles from that 2000 2007 period. And then when it was sold, uh, American Media Inc. sold it to this investor group in New York. Then it went fully online, and I wrote a, a lot. For that so total in total i've written probably over five thousand articles wow oh my yeah yeah so, so it's a it's a lot that's why you know i'm kind of like the editor-in-chief and ceo right now well that's that which actually you put the ball on the tee for me because that's that's what i wanted to ask about the, the knowing having seen your your background as a writer and an editor there before you took over as uh, ceo and editor-in-chief you had to come up with a lot of ideas yeah where did you draw from for your inspiration? Because, you know, every the, the cool part is the Weekly World News operates in the same land that we do, the world of the weird. The difference oh, yeah. is most of the stories we go exploring are purported to be true, right? From the, from the get-go, the, the experiencer or the person who saw Bigfoot or, or whatever the case may be says it happened, as outlandish as it might or might not seem. But uh, that's that. Also, if you were coming up, if you're writing an episode of the X Files or you're writing a, a, a uh, an edition of the Weekly World News, you would need similar inspiration. So right. I'd l- love to hear more about uh, about where you draw yours from. Well, you know, uh, well, some of it is just clearly how my uh, brain works, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain is like well suited to this, like you know, thinking in this direction. But I, 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 I like many people was inspired by the weekly world news, you know, just reading it as a kid. And it just uh, would get me thinking about all sorts of things and, and uh, about the world as it is about these cryptids, you know, there's all these mythological, mythological beasts and all these, every state in the union. And I was always a little bit interested in like, you know, this Jersey devil, Mothman, everywhere you go, there's always this thing and they're like, are they out there? So there is something about like me, thinking about truth, what is real, what is not true. So I have like that kind of brain too, thinking about what, but I'm inspired by, you know, comedy. I was always like a broad, broad kind of broader kind of comedy. So that Wicked World News, uh, you know, films, comedy films that I've watched. I mean, I was, I liked early uh, Woody Allen stuff. I like sci-fi movies. I like, you know, so I don't know. It's just and I get pretty much my whole life things. Going. I love it, and I, 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 and I'm sure you're responsible for for a big portion of what I'm about to, to uh, about to reference. But I've I've always enjoyed the um the tone of Weekly World News. Like it's kind of a it, it, it's like we're just reporting the facts, but it's also f- tongue firmly planted in cheek. But because it, it's so factual, right? Like I I don't know exactly how to describe. Like you almost feel smart when you're in on the joke. Yeah, and the people exactly. that don't get yeah, it, yeah. you're like, you know, this is above you somehow almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Some people uh, lately in the last couple of years have compared uh, when I talk about sometimes a cave 
what is it in wrestling kayfabe or yeah kayfabe yeah yeah exactly yeah, so it's just i mean we we're always you know like i said 100 true everything where we write so <laughs> we just serious we never wink at the audience or anything yeah just, this is it we take our journalists journalism seriously and we put it out there and then the people will will decide well that's the uh, that's the unfortunate part about this this post-truth world that we live in because because there are so many people out there defending to the hilts things that are so unambiguously false, mm-hmm. the the ability to have levity in like your type of journalism has grown infinitely more difficult. I have to imagine. Oh yes, you know, and um, you know, we know we we don't also don't use the uh, we call it the F word, which is fake, you know, fake, fake news. You're right. So, but it, but you know, if you want to use that word, some people say that we were like one of the first purveyors of that, that kind of news, but it was, it was different. Like now that that term has become deceive people. You want to deceive people, right? Mm-hmm. We were, right. we were like, you know, entertaining and informing a little bit, you know, now it's like deceiving. So it's sort of like the world is kind of coming back or wants to go back to a more playful time, you know? Yes. Where, yes. where, where the, this kind of news was, was, uh, you know, fun and playful and not harmful. No one's trying to like, manipulate you or, or exactly. Lie. Republicans and Democrats alike can, can laugh at the weekly world news. Right. Uh, Republican and democratic presidents all posed with the same alien. Right. You know, it has nothing to do with political affiliation. Nobody has an ulterior motive in the, in the quote unquote fakeness. It is, it is, there, there is no motive other than to entertain. And that's what I love about it. I, I, uh, and that's what I hate about, um, misinformation and, and the real fake news out there. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of fully in, in the side of bat boy for president. So, uh, <laughs> you know, not to get well, too yeah, political here. Way. Yeah. We did run bat boy for president and he, he was just, you know, got a lot of votes for the recall election. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was really happy when you guys were doing, you guys did your Kickstarter. You were doing the, um, the, the greatest covers edition. We actually had a half page ad for our show <laughs> in your best Love covers. That. Yeah, you're right across from uh, Kim Kardashian. Right butt. next to Kim oh. Kardashian's butt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I also yeah, love yeah, to yeah. set on there. I think it said Jay Z down to three problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, speaking of ads, you know, I remember. Okay, I don't have any physical copies in front of me, but if I remember correctly, my years of buying the Weekly World News, the advertisers were a lot of direct to consumer brands. Yes. And that was back then, that was a less common thing, which it's funny now you fast forward 20 years and, and like, listen to every podcast has a bunch of direct to consumer advertisers. This episode has a direct to consumer advertiser on it. Uh And, um, and that's kind of become the norm. Like everybody's doing direct to consumer. Uh, but back then it it, like, that was the great, that's always been the great thing about direct to consumer advertisers. Mm -hmm. They, it doesn't matter what the content is as long as the advertising works has that been a lot? Like, has it been uh, always been an uphill battle uh, at a, at a publication like Weekly World News to get more standardized, like brand awareness type advertisers involved, um, as opposed to those direct consumer folks? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, advertising has just been you know a challenge, especially in the last you know seven years, just trying to do the online ads and everything. Sure. So, uh, we're you know we we are going back to to print. We're working that whole thing out. And uh, that's something that we're looking at too, how to get those uh, brand names in it too. 
but yeah, direct to consumer. Yeah. That, that, that worked, you know, that was the, like that, like, I mean, one of the classic direct to consumer advertisers from when we were kids in periodicals was, you know, the Columbia house records. Yeah. And, you know, you know, get, get BMG, get eight CDs or eight records or right. whatever for a dollar. Don't you still a owe penny. them a few thousand dollars, John? Something like that. I think, <laughs> I think my name is on a list somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then people in college would, would, you know, order like five different names, get five different free. Names. Yep. Their aunt, their uncle, their cousin. Yeah, get that in there and then pay for more. And I don't know. Well, you were talking about going back to print. One of the things you guys talked about too, is coming up maybe with podcast television, you know, yes. movies. What do you guys have in store? What's the future hold, so to speak? Okay, so you know, like, uh, so starting in, it was sold in 2007, and then 2010, we we started. You know, we wanted to get to more people and get, you know, get the brand out to more people in the, uh, the younger generation too. So, and there had been a, a musical, Bat Boy the Musical. I don't know if you know about that. Started in 1999. I did not. Yeah, it's Batman musical, 1999. The actor Tim Robbins, he had a, a actor oh, really? gang in L.A., and they hired um, the two guys that composed and wrote the book for a musical called Heather's. So oh wow! Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they got signed on. They wrote Batman the musical. We give we gave them license and wrote it. And that's it premiered, great. I love it. Premiered in 1999 at uh, Kirk Douglas Theater in Culver City, California. LA there and it did really well. And then it went, you know, it, it played a few more places and it opened in off Broadway, September, 2001 at the end of the oh, boy, that was a terrible time. So yeah, it closed, but then it, it became very popular in high schools and colleges. And it, it, for like, I don't know, 15 years, many colleges, Many high schools, community theaters did that for the musical. So a lot of people know it from there. I mean, including like Harvard, Yale, Ohio State, you know, Florida State. Wow. All these colleges have done that for the musical. So, and it's starting up again. So people will be doing it. So uh, like a lot of people know, know it from there. And then, so given that project, now you were talking, you're talking about other spinoff projects in, like Brent was asking. Yeah, yeah. So now we're, we're focusing, because we, 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 you know, we have 115,000 articles about in our vault. And then we have uh, 300 characters. You know, Bat Boy is the main one, but there's a whole, whole bunch of them. Manigator, very popular, PHDA, P-Lock, Hogzilla, Lake Erie Monster, the whole, 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 uh, most of them. So people have always said, hey, really, it's like a mini, mini Marvel. You know, we have all these characters and it'd be good to get them out. And, and they lend themselves to TV, film, animation, podcast. So we signed a, a, a deal and we were represented by CAA in, in 2010 and signed this deal. And immediately Steven Spielberg's company, Amblin Entertainment, wanted to do a TV show yeah. about world news. So it was set in a, in a newsroom the Weekly World News newsroom, and the reporters would go out and, and report on the, the different crazy stories every week. And then, but it was really about the people in the, in the newsroom, kind of like sure. 30 Rock or Taxi's. And, uh, but it, that kind of, you know, they went through a whole bunch of writers and it, it just never became like a top priority. So when we were waiting for that to really take on, and uh, we basically came up with a show called Waiting for Steven the name of our show <laughs> 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 waiting for steven it never so it never happened so then we're like 
you know, but we still have a lot of interest in it. So we were out there pitching right now and, and have been aggressively going after it. Right now we have a documentary that we're about to, to sign a little deal for them. It's going to do the history of Weekly World News from 1979 to now. There's a show, yeah. show pitching that I wrote with a, a guy named Adam Rifkin, great writer, director. He did this movie, Detroit Rock City. Sure. Yeah. We're pretty, yeah, we're pretty excited about that. Um, we have two big studios that want to do a show, uh, two different shows, and we're out pitching other places. So, uh, you know, in the next couple months, we should have one or two announcements. And we had a deal with a company for podcasts to have a big, you know, podcast on, you know, iHeart or Audible or I mean, that was backed by this company, but that's taken a, a while too, anyway. Yes. Hurry up yeah. and wait is the, the yeah. Yeah, this is a lot the, of waiting in there. Yep. That's why we recently formed Weekly World News Studios. So while we wait for all that Hollywood stuff to happen, which we believe we know it's going to happen, um, we're going to produce our own stuff. Yeah. Get your own content. We, we yeah. Raise money. We're going to, we have a, our first movie called Zombie Wedding that we're well into, you know, pre production, getting that going. And then we have two or three behind it. I could totally see it turning into some like uh, Tromaville almost with your own characters and stuff. That I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, because this way we have we can control on destiny and get the brand out there like like we want to. So it'll be sort of like a national lampoon. We can World News presents, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was. Uh, yeah, National Lampoon. I love that, and I, you know, um, the idea of of a podcast slate, not just one show, but a slate, makes so much sense because you've got so much core material yeah. that can yeah, be ripped on. And we want to expand it out. It doesn't have to just only be about our characters. We want to expand it out and have like maybe a group of podcasts, like five or six. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You should probably do an investigative series and. Uh, um, I mean, there's all kind of uh, true crime episodes. There's there's all kinds oh, yeah, of the avenues yeah, you could go You know, well, the people have had Bigfoot, a hunt for many, a hunt for many. Well, if you ever need a hunt oh, for yeah. a conspiracy bot, we know a guy. No. So uh, oh. we can. <laughs> oh, conspiracy would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you got still got that conspiracy bot too. That that's nope. right. That's easy. That's the guy. Yep. That's the guy. <laughs> well, Greg, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you on the spot. It's yeah, kind of like to uh, you know pick your favorite kid, but uh, if you had to pick your favorite uh, story or or character or or um, you know topic that you guys have talked about, do you have one? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've mentioned a couple times already because I, I, I've always been drawn to uh, Manigan. Yeah, you know, it's so half half man, half alligator. And the story was, you know, in the Louisiana swamp, they, these guys were fishing down in in the swamp, and they. They caught this thing and it pulled up this half man, half alligator. When he was bleeding and he was hurt, and, and they went and they they uh, they kind of saved him, wrapped him up, brought him in, called in some help, and and since he uh, they helped him, uh, he started talking a little bit, and he, he kind of has like a Bill Murray kind of vibe. To him, you know? <laughs> like so, they gave him some beer and everything. And he talked about how these geneticists had you know come up with this. That's how he was born. They were experimenting with people and alligators, and they got this, and they created about 250 eggs, manigator eggs. These. <laughs> so he gave, he told them where the eggs were, you know. So they called the FBI and they destroyed all the eggs, and then he got away. But 
they didn't destroy all the eggs. So there's still a lot of <laughs> navigators out there. But I, still I like him. I like his his vibe. He's kind of a surly, uh, fun guy. So I'm I'm always prone to to um, to navigate. You know, that's awesome. But we you know we give the, the character list a lot of people. We've had different people take different takes. We had somebody at, at uh, Wes Anderson's company who had had looked at our list and and uh, you would think everyone says, oh, let's do something about Bat Boy or or uh, PhD ape or Hogzilla or something. And then uh, the one he was interested in was uh, Unicycle Gang, which is this vicious gang in <laughs> LA that rides on these uh, <laughs> like, you know, like you stay. so he was drawn to that so i don't know there's a lot that, of- that screams wes anderson to me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i also like uh i i had written a story late at night one time about uh i was i was right i literally was writing sometimes three or four a day on a web we had a really good run on the web for a while and uh i was reading about these Jetpacks. This company in Australia was thinking about uh, making. I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. So I wrote this article about LA was going to be formed this LA Jetpack Officer Force. You know? Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, so I wrote that. I think I was. I put it up at three in the morning, and then at six thirty or seven, a Fox and Friends. Brian Kilmeade read my article. I like it. <laughs> runs it. Yes. He read it as fact. And like, <laughs> you know, I had said $10,000 each jetpack. They ordered 10,000, which is a billion dollars. So it's like, and he just, it was ridiculous. He read the whole thing as like announcing. And I had named this company. I used this company and they hadn't, they hadn't even finished their prototype, you know? So <laughs> that's how you see, you can get the idea. But then, uh, a couple hours later, CNN made fun of Fox. And then later on, uh, MSNBC caught on and made fun of Fox. And then CNN did it like a special on it like, <laughs> that night. And then, and then it was on uh, Letterman's Top Ten. That's great. All within like uh, 24 hours. So I always liked the idea. And again, in the last year, you can read about these articles. There's been these got this guy flying a jetpack mm-hmm. from uh, LA yeah. Airport. Yeah. Yeah. So people are like, wow, look, you guys are ahead with the jetpacks. <laughs> Maybe they are forming uh, the jetpack officer. You damn board. cops in the sky. Sky police. In my jetpack, I'm flying high above the law. I'm just like Superman, powered by great big fans. I'll kill you all. I'm Sky Police. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the cops. You get flying cops. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this could be a prediction too. This could be happening. Who knows? You're right. You're absolutely right. So, Greg, <laughs> you mentioned that you're working on a, bringing a print edition back. Is that is that in the near term, or are you still working out the details there? Yeah, well, I mean, it's always in the very near term, but we're, we're working out the detail. You know, because it's like <laughs> we have everything we need in terms of the the articles. We have a good team now. We have uh, the artwork. And we have ads we can get. It's just a matter of distribution, as you guys know. So we're trying to figure right. out the line off. We want it back in the supermarkets and back in the pharmacy. So that's where we want it. You know, we've, we're talking to different distributors. Once we get that figured out, like the printing of it's fine. Some people think it's crazy, but but it's. I look at it like LPs. Some people like buying L- albums, right? And LPs now, but you still online, so we'll still be online, but. People do like to hold this in their hand. 
Every I time do. I, go, I do. Email, you know, there's something about holding it and opening up. So I want to, I want to, I'm trying to bring it back to the way it was in the beginning, early, um, let's see, the nineties and early two thousands in, in terms of the tone of it and, and also being in print, you know, but keeping digital and expanding to new audiences. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, I, I think there's room for all types of media that are niche. Like, I, I, if you were, if you said I'm going to uh, start the next Time magazine and do it all in print, and you know, uh, yeah. that, that, like, well, no, like the the world has evolved and the world has moved on. Like that's not as necessary. However, boy, the, you know, selling comic books is still uh, a good thing to do. You know, oh, like yeah. th- there are still things like you mentioned LPs. That's another great example. Um, there are still things that are older, old guard media that still work. And I think I think kitschy is part of it. You know, right? Like Weekly World News is kitschy. Um, or, or fun or different, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm behind it. I'm, I, I love it. And, uh, and, and I'm excited to see everything that you guys, uh, you guys will bring to bear over the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to, to do, but you know, we're at it and I'm like, a, you know, I've just been crazed about it because I just believe in it so, so much. Yeah. Well, if you ever need, if you ever need podcast correspondence, let us know, <laughs> you know, the, the slug line for this podcast, if you aren't aware is the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. No, no. I mean, we, you know, might be able to get you. We, uh, we could always use investigative reporters because we already got, well, uh, that's, we got the mic. Heck yeah. Mic flag. Yes. Well, let us know. We also know a couple robots that would probably help, or well, they probably oh, that screw it up more yes. than it help. But uh, you guys, do any street um, interviews? We've had a couple good uh, uh, street interviewers. You know, field reporters. That's uh, awesome. Here, one's named Lester Kane, and he's been pretty good. Like I like I started the interview with. You know, I kind of think this show is uh, is in part uh, um, a nod or a, a, at least part of the same ethos as as the Weekly World News was started in, and uh, we definitely see it and, and see you as a kindred spirit. Yeah, you guys, you guys uh, follow some conspiracy theories too. Right? We lo- we love talking about them. Uh, <laughs> I, well, that's, well, that's this is the big conspiracy is that you know people believe that uh what happened well what happened it's like the, the weekly world news we write our articles we put them out there and then some people just think oh it's just silly it's nothing's true and just like it's a joke right but actually the government is is wants to get it out there they, they know the story is true so they put it through the weekly world news that, that slow discredit. trickle that trickle they, they, they put out it it's like disinformation right <laughs> so now it's like oh well that's now fake but really, it's true. They know that it's true, right? Yeah. So basically, the, Robert, you are there. We're like, yeah, the only You're real the tool news of disclosure, so that no one believes what is disclosed. Exactly. <laughs> but we, but we are on to them now. So now we have to back to that. You know, now we're going to expose them doing that, and then it's it gets to be this like global media, government media. That's awesome. Well, Greg, if everyone wants to find the truth, what's the best place for them to find it? Where should, where do you want people to go? Oh, well, you know, we have a, a really good following on Facebook at Wiki World News. It keeps growing. I think there's 145,000 now. We're just, you know, we just relaunched in 2019. We have, a, a, let's see, wikiworldnews.com. It's our site. You know, just getting it going on Instagram. There's a Twitter. 
YouTube. We just started Weekly World News Universe. So I would say, you know, go to Facebook first and the site and you'll get everything you need. We have a good merch store. We have a lot of people buying uh, Bat Boy stuff. That's where I got my Bat Boy statue. Yeah, yeah. You just have Bat Boy bobbleheads, too. So they yep. send you guys something. I gave you some shirts. We have a good green a creepy company. I don't know if you know them. Yeah. Yeah, so they got they got a, a bunch of our stuff, and that's awesome. We got more things coming up with them, and it, it's just a lot lot to do. I mean, there's a lot of fans out there that we we need to uncover, and uh, and and the newer generation too. It's funny though, because on on Facebook right now, our our demographic is 25 to 44. 68 percent is 25 to 44. Wow, about 60. Which people think, oh, there'd be a lot of older, but not really. And that's also, awesome yeah yeah you think about it like like when it stopped when you stopped printing in 2007 yes yeah so you like a lot of the demo your current demographic wasn't even reading yet right. um yeah. that's 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 compelling that's interesting yeah man most people you know i don't know how you guys feel but like most people look on the uh their phones, like the like websites. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think we have eighty percent of people look at the website on their phone. Yeah, sure. Interesting, you know. And and by the way, also our demographic is like sixty five percent men right now. So yeah. I'd like to expand that out too. Get some women uh, uh, reading as well. Well, uh, certainly all the female members of Hysteria Nation, along with the male members and everybody else, uh, I'm sure will love to go to weeklyworldnews.com and check out everything that you all are putting out. Greg, really appreciate you being here today and look forward to seeing what, what comes next. Okay, really appreciate you guys. We've got to stay in touch because uh, yeah, we could use some field reporters. Absolutely. We'd love to be a part of it. Absolutely. And we'll we'll All even right. get the we'll get the bots on it too. <laughs> well, uh, Greg, thank you so much for joining us. And Nation, we will be back after this quick timeout. Thank you so much. tell you what he might not know what he's saying when he's like oh yeah we could use you guys as reporters because uh i'm ready to be the man of the field as long as i get a weekly world news flag on my microphone i'm ready (laughs) like i'm glad we didn't have the discussion about how much they'd have to pay um because i feel like whoa i I don't have to pay him oh that's even better exactly exactly I'm in. <laughs> uh, this is Brent Hannon, Manny Gator on the scene. <laughs> I, I mean, it's so true though, man. Like the 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 Weekly World News shaped all of us in a, in a weird way. I, and you know, listen, I'm not trying to be too existential about it. Or like, of course, we're we're not shaped as human beings by what we read in in line at the at the supermarket. But when you go and you say Bat Boy. Are there many people that grew up around the 80s, 90s, or 2000s that don't know what you're talking about? Even if you don't know one specific character, too, you know the black and white tabloid. Yeah. That yep. was uh, the alien on the cover or the Bigfoot, you know. Or the yeah, or, or Elvis, as he referenced. Yeah. Uh, and we, we talked jelly about donuts or, or whatever the hell he's doing, you know. They're, yeah. <laughs> they were it, – it was just a – a huge linchpin in our cultural zeitgeist of a time. And 
um, I think, and he kind of had a point there that I thought was interesting too. He's like, you know, or I think you even, maybe you brought it up vinyls back tapes coming back things come back and i think print media really hasn't left magazines and some of those might not have been as well but i think it is a good time and and it's a whole new genre of people so to speak you know all all these new people to be exposed to or people that are remembering that and want a taste of it again I think nostalgia is a big part of it. Like you said, it's a hell of a drug. I also, think, yeah. I also think that like keepsakes. So I, the, a utilitarian publication like time magazine, I, I used as an example, but you know, readers digest and utilitarian. What I mean by that is uh, you utilize it and then you throw it away. It gives you good information. It does, it serves its purpose. Then you throw it away. Like that is probably never going to be a huge thing again in print. It just won't be because you have it on your phone and you have it immediately. You don't have to wait till the next day and it doesn't cost as much or anything. And it's available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. However, there are collector's items galore out there that people actually want to hold on to. And there, there, there's also nostalgia of how it used to be. And that's why LPs have made it... I, uh, uh, there, there was a, a moment recently I saw on the news somewhere, a snippet and I apologies if I get this wrong, but basically during a certain time period, LPs for the first time since like 1989 outsold, uh, CDs wow. <laughs> uh, because they're printing them again, you know, pretty, uh, vigorously and mm-hmm. CDs are, you know, going out of style because they're again, utilitarian, you don't need it. You have Spotify. Uh, but like Weekly World News, once you're done with a, a, a you know that that month's edition, that week's edition, you want to you'd hold on to it. It's kind of cool. It's kind of kitschy. It's like you, you put it on the dinner table. Well, especially the best of covers edition with yours truly and uh, you inside of it. So that just makes that's sense. true. That is true. They have some good advertisers. I was trying to get it. Like I, I, I don't know why. It's, maybe it's just because I work in advertising. But I've I've always remember Weekly World News just having all of these. Um, I don't know how you describe esoteric advertisers that you would never see a McDonald's ad in a weekly world news. No, but but you you might see time life mysteries of the unknown books. Absolutely. Absolutely. And all these other direct to consumer, like direct to consumer. You think, you think about all the advertisers you hear on podcasts today, that's the world today. And that's how like everybody's direct to consumer because it's easier to reach people through uh, the internet and it's easy to drop ship and it's cheaper to drop ship. But back in the day, there were very specific direct-to-consumer brands. There were there were the, the the clubs, so like the CD clubs that we referenced. And then there were also like the uh, buy this Sacagawea gold coin. You know, it's a one dollar coin for ten dollars, and you know that was a lot of direct-to-consumer stuff. Or and they were all commem- in, in Pueblo, Colorado. I remember. Yes, yes a lot yes. of them. <laughs> uh, this commemorative plate with a uh, with a bald eagle on it, and uh, you know a tank. Um, and yeah, like <laughs> commemorative plates. Susan to be B. A Anthony thing. had a 45. That's awesome. <laughs> She's a badass. <laughs> like my grandparents had commemorative plates that they like were on the wall. They didn't have tanks on them, but like, right. like, like that was a thing back in the day. All that stuff was sold in the pages of the weekly world news. And I, I was trying, I was, I was trying to go down that path, but I think I'm more interested in the advertising than the, than the average bear. <laughs> Why? I don't understand, John. What do you have to do with advertising? <laughs> Uh, but so, uh, Brent, uh, what are you, what would you be most interested in seeing from a, like a spinoff media perspective, a movie of, uh, I think that if they could do a, when he started talking about his movies, I'd love to see a universe, like a shared universe, kind of like what I said with like Tromaville yeah. where if they do a bat boy movie, then they do a Manny Gator movie. I want there to be bat boy nods in it. 
or crossover characters like the news people things like that i would love it to be something like that a shared universe that's also very tongue-in-cheek satire and fun i think that would be a lot of fun and i think that there is do it in a smart b-movie style and i think it would it, it could it could be a, a hit that would be awesome and i i i like what you said there let me say smart B movie style. Cause there's, there's a good way to do it and not a good way to do it, you know? And I mean, I'm really good at the not good way to do most things. So just, <laughs> just do what I wouldn't do. And you'll probably be all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think mine, I would love, love a series of podcasts from them. And much like the way their articles are written, do them with like journalistic integrity around the history of bat boy around an investigation into which of these Dunkin' Donuts Elvis is actually working at this month. You know, like, like uh, just, just crazy, insane uh, shit, but taken deep very, dives, fake yeah, deep dives and, and taken super seriously. Kind of like what you were saying during the interview, Brent, how you're either in on the joke or you're not, you're producing this audio with no wink. It's yeah. Here's here is what we are presenting. We are presenting to you a 10 part series on the background of bat boy. Yeah. And it never says this is satire. And I, I would love something like that. Hell, hey, anyone from Weekly World News, including Greg, if you're listening to this episode, call us back. Let's <laughs> do it. Like well, Hysteria 51 will help. Yes. I know a guy who knows a guy. I know a, <laughs> I know a robot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was hey, fun. fuck you guys. <laughs> I was sleeping. Plus, Bat Boy still owes me for a case of Bakus. <laughs> yeah, thank God, right? I mean, it's kind of late in the show. For yeah, him. it is. It is. Tell us what your guys' favorite articles or or characters, if you want to call them that. What do you remember from Weekly World News? How can they tell us, John? They can go to our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just go to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. That's where we talk about all this kind of stuff and a whole lot more. I mean, are we forgetting other other black and white tabloids that we should be talking about? What? Uh, where did you used to get your weekly world news? What characters were the funniest? Let us know all of that and a whole lot more. Go to Facebook.com and search Hysteria Nation. That's right. Also, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. You can find radio dramas, Up All Nights, Man Blurry Hysterias. I just started. I set up like the next eight months of Friday Pick of the Week. Fun picks I haven't posted anywhere else of you and I doing the show background photos. This was the first one last week with Kevin and um, some people are talking about the books and, and things that he's in front of. It was his little uh, promo picture or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You could just almost see the tears in his eyes as he's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, voicemail 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277. And if they forget any of this, hysteria51.com and if you want to find any of the weekly world news links you can find those like they said at weeklyworldnews.com or just hop in the show notes we're gonna have links from down there so yeah i think that's uh the 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 important takeaway is manny gator bat boy it's all real and uh that is what you need to think about as you go to sleep tonight well i think not only is it all real um but it is all coming back and that's uh, that's exciting. Yes. You know, it, yes. It, 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 well, I'll, I'll end with this. In all seriousness, I, I it is sad that they have lost the ability to look you dead in the eye and not wink, but know that we're all internally winking mm-hmm. because there are, are so many folks out there with ulterior motives posting fa- actual fake news. 
it makes me sad for that type of of writing because I love that style of writing. I was saying I don't feel that this was ever could even be called fake news because that's not what it was ever that's not trying the to goal, be. That wasn't the purpose. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, exactly. All right, kids. That's been our thoughts. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Brad. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.